Join me and 10 other women for an incredible all-inclusive five-day healing retreat. This retreat was made for you if you want to be surrounded by loving, non-judgmental women and be guided to overcome your triggers and your insecurities so that you can fully step into your potential. Don't just take it from me. One attendee said that the retreat was more powerful for her than the last 10 years of therapy. Yes, you heard that right. 10 years. Now, I've just opened the doors to the priority list, and when you join the list, you will be the first to know when the doors open to sign up for Bravecation. Go ahead and click the link in the show notes to be added today. Hi, I'm Dr. Steph, and I'm here to guide you on your journey to healing from a difficult relationship with your mother. Whether she was narcissistic, emotionally immature, or just plain toxic, I want you to know that you are in fact not broken and you do not have to suffer from anxiety or explosive emotional reactions like lashing out. You can break the cycle. You are a strong, capable woman who can handle any challenge that comes your way. And I'm going to show you how to have the ultimate control over your reactions so that you are unstoppable. Welcome to the Broken to Brave podcast. Welcome back. Today, I have Taryn Soa on the podcast with me, and we actually met through a mom group in 2020, I think it was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. And then we found we found out that our babies are basically the same age, both of ours, and we related on so many things. I'll leave that, you know, the details. Um out, I suppose, but basically wanted to bring you on the podcast and hear your story. And Taryn is super cool, in my opinion. She runs a company of um, podcast production and podcast management, and she continually surprises me and amazes me by all the things that she does. And I can't wait for you to hear her story. I'm going to go ahead and turn it to you, and you can tell us a little bit about who you are and and what you do. Um, And then we'll just talk about your inner work journey. So I am Taryn Soa. I am, I don't know if context helps to know, but I'm 32. I have two kiddos five and three. And I used to work like your typical nine to five, which was really nine to seven and sometimes weekends. And Mm -hmm. when I got pregnant with my first is when I kind of had my like, aha, like, how do people do this? How do they do it? How do you be a mom and an employee and a wife and clean your house and That was kind of like my first, like, oh my God, I need to do something about this. (laughs) Um, Back then. So 2018 is when I had my first and then I had my second in 2020. And then that's when I met you. And it was fun to find out we were actually in like Facebook groups together this whole time. And it was just- For both of our kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had the same thought 
um, the girls are now doing a couple uh, extracurriculars. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is insanity. Uh, <laughs> like, but currently, that's my current state. Like, how are people working full time jobs and taking them to the extracurriculars and eating healthy and doing all the things? And they're not. Uh, yeah, yes. They're not doing all the things. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we blow Cut to up. The chase. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So let's. Let's talk about what life was like before you had this, I forget the word that you, you didn't use awakening, but that's what I kind of like had in my head before you were like, okay, how do people do this? And you kind of like, something's got to change. Yeah. What were you doing for a living? How did you view yourself? How did you view the world? Whatever comes up for you. So... This kind of goes back to even like pre-kids. So we lived in Chicago and I worked usually nine to seven most days. And then my husband worked nights and weekends. So we never really saw each other. We were kind of ships in the night. And I just remember Mm. starting my job, my first one, and I instantly hated it. And I'm, mm. I remember calling my mom and being like, is it normal to hate your job? Like, does everyone hate their job? And we just don't like talk about it. Yeah. And she basically said yes and to stick it out. Mm. And so I did. I did physical therapy for seven years and you really did stick it out. I stuck it out and I used to be so anxious to the point where I would get to work an hour early to try to prep and try to like control my day, but I would end up in the closet, Mm. like having a panic attack or crying. And then I would work. And at the end of the day, what I would do is then I would make pasta and then I would drink wine and watch shows Mm. and then repeat it all over and over. And I was just in this cycle where I was so unhappy and I just thought that's what was normal. That's what you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of then fast forward to like my awakening was the sense that, okay, I'm going to become a mom. I can't live like this. So what I thought was to quit my job. So I saved up. I was going to take a year off when I had my first and we were going to move out of the city and move in with my mom just to kind of get our feet on the ground. And I thought that's what was going to help my anxiety. And it it did for a little while. Like I loved being Mm. a mom. I loved being home, but then it started creeping in again and I started getting overwhelmed again. And this pattern kind of cycled through itself a few times in my life. And then I remember finally in 2020, I'm like, I need actual help. I can't do this alone. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. I I, like society perpetuates that just like push through Mm -hmm. so common to get that advice. I've gotten that advice many times and it's like, wait, I get, I get like, if it feels difficult and fear is coming up and all of that. But if you genuinely are not happy and you don't like what you're doing, I, I, that's a goal that I have is like give people permission to honor themselves. And I don't think my mom meant any ill will by saying to push no. through because that's what she's done in her life. And she's been, you know, her level of success, like she's happy with it. Yes. Whereas I took it and I was actually – 
ignoring my body and ignoring my feelings. And I remember our first session, you asked me like my feelings and I'm like, what? I don't have feelings. I don't feel anything. <laughs> like feel it in my body. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you just cut to the chase. So in 2020, you needed help. And it was so funny because I was starting my business. I worked at NASA at the time and I put out a survey in the Facebook, one of the Facebook groups that we were in, or actually possibly both. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe elsewhere, I can't honestly remember asking just I was trying to get to know my ideal client a little bit more. And I was asking questions. I think that might have been how you found me. I can't remember. I remember Does it was a post right? and it, you, at the time yeah. you called yourself best self mama. And I was like, oh my God, yes. this is perfect. What is this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, okay. So say a little bit more about, yeah, I, I must've asked you like, okay, where do you feel in your body? And you were just like, what are you talking about? Yes. And that was kind of my first task was feeling feelings And I will be Mm -hmm. honest. Okay. So it's now 2023 as we're recording this, it has taken me, and I don't want this to sound like, oh my gosh, this is so much work. It's going to take forever. Like it has taken me until this summer to finally understand what you meant by that. Mm -hmm. Like I've been putting it into practice and then there's times where I ignore it and I'm like, no. And then I'm like brought back of, no, this is how I should, should be doing this and trusting my body. And until like this summer, this is the first summer I have been anxiety free. Wow. Okay. So there may be other people that can resonate with you. So what do you think got in the way of you really understanding what I was referring to? And then what was the shift? Looking back, I think it's because I don't have anyone in my life who operates the way you were teaching me. So Mm. I was starting to practice it, but then in my real life, the people around me were not acting like that and were not feeling feelings and we're suppressing everything and we don't talk about anything. And that is, I don't want to place blame, but I am very much, I morph into the people I'm around and it's like I would practice a little bit, but then the people around me weren't like practicing it back. So that was really challenging for me, I, you know, I kept, I kept going through, I started my own business. I have grown it, grown it, grown it to a point where I, you know, this is not like a brag, but like to a point where I don't ever have to think about going back to physical therapy. Yeah. And this is my turning point was I have now built this and I am anxious still. So Mm. that's when I'm like, okay, I need to get like 100% serious about this. I need to change things. I need to listen to my body 100%. And that's really what tipped me over was finally realizing like I changed my environment. I changed my career and I'm still feeling anxious. So it's a me problem. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I have a few things um, on that. And and one, it sounded like you didn't have anybody like in real life because we don't live in the same state modeling it. Yeah. So it's, it's hard without somebody modeling it. Like what does this actually look and sound like day to day? And then it's hard, um, when it's not reciprocated. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like asking you to be vulnerable and show up differently. And you're like, yeah, but that doesn't feel safe because nobody else is, or those are my words, but I think that's what could have been happening too. And yeah. does that feel true? That feels true. And I do want to note, I was still incrementally improving during this time. So it's like, even though I didn't yes. have somebody to model with me, I was still improving and improving. Yes, yes, yes. I witnessed that virtually um, as much as I could. And then when I would see you, um, Taryn came to two Bravecations, our four-day retreat, and mm-hmm. I can see the shift for sure. Like between the first and the second one, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I love that you brought up, okay, I changed my external environment and maybe started changing some of my behaviors, but on the inside, I still have some of these feelings. And I talk about this with some clients. I don't think that we've actually talked about this, but there is this um, pyramid of change and it was by Robert Diltz, I think is his name. And it, you know, he talks about how people will let's say like weight loss, they'll try to like change the environment first, Mm -hmm. they'll try to change their behaviors and start implementing a new routine. But when you start off at the bottom of this pyramid, it's so much harder to create long lasting change. Because it's addressing more of like the symptoms. So you might change for a bit, but then fall back, change for a bit or like in dieting, for instance, like kind of the yo-yo dieting versus at the top of the pyramid or close to the top, we have an identity change. So I love talking about this and you can let me know if this resonates with you. Um, but a lot of, I hear a lot of people say, well, I'm just an anxious person or something along those lines. Like anxiety Mm -hmm. is my default. And so we have to change your identity because you didn't come out of the womb anxious. You learned that you learned that. It feels like I did, but yes, I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, uh, I don't know about that stuff. (laughs) I like that. I, I can relate to that. And I think too, what helped me another piece was I started going out on social media and looking for what I call expanders because I didn't Mm. have these women in my real life. So I started finding my online community of women who had what I wanted. And that sometimes meant business and how much money they made. But then it also is like, wait, you're not anxious all the time. This is possible. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I think, helped put the identity in my head to see someone else is doing this, living a great life. Oh, I can do it too. Bring it on. I love that. I love that you like intentionally search for expanders because sometimes I feel like that happens for people, but it's not necessarily an intentional, like, you know, let me find what I'm looking for. So that's so beautiful. Um, Okay. So we talked about like, what was the shift, but was there anything that you can share with everybody listening about what you did specifically this summer that you think unlocked you not identifying as an anxious person anymore? Or you you said at the beginning, you haven't felt anxious. I don't know if you said how long at this point. Um, It's probably, I mean, I do have a little anxiety that comes now, but I can tell it's like a true anxiety from, like we are prepping to move. So I have some anxiety yeah. around that, but I can pinpoint why I'm anxious versus just this general anxiety where I'm like, I don't even know, why am I anxious? Everything's good. 
So yeah, there's a lot of things that I started doing. And I think what it boils down to is I chose me. And mm. I've had to learn what works for me. And getting out in nature every day really helps my anxiety. Yes. Eating breakfast. Like I never ate breakfast. I would just wake up, have my coffee and off I went. And I learned from like the hormonal level side, your cortisol, yes. that just like spikes your cortisol. So I'm like, okay, here's some external things yes. I can do. And you and I started working together on a one-to-one basis. And I've just, I've been so vulnerable about everything that I feel like I, it just, mm-hmm. I now allow it. I say it and Mm-hmm. It helps. So that's something. And then I'm also in the Brave Breathwork program right now. And I have learned my body loves breathwork. It really helps me Loved feel stable it. and calm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like Your these are all things I chose it. me instead of putting someone else first or anything else. Like these are things where I'm like, I know for me to run a successful business that I need to have breakfast. I need to have some alone time in the morning and I need to get outside. Yes. And the day goes smoother. Yes. Much smoother. I love that. Thank you for sharing. I have a feeling that so many women are going to be able to relate to that because so many put themselves on the back burner because that's what we're supposed to do because we're moms. But then if we're not bringing the best version of ourselves. We can't give more to other people than we have available. Yeah. And that, I I feel like that's really hard. And that is a lot of the advice out there, like self-care and okay, we're both moms. I like, it is not easy to just find two hours of self-care time. I'm talking like, I'll go for a 15 minute walk with my dog in the woods while my husband's with the kids or Yes. You know, my breath work, guess what? They're in the other room, but I'm still doing it. And I'm learning to kind of like block them out (laughs) where I can have my moment (laughs) because sometimes I can't get away from them. By the way, guys, I homeschool, so I definitely can't get away from them. They're here all the time. She really can't. All the (laughs) You're always with them, which it honestly blows my mind that you are running this business and homeschooling them and you are in you take care of them most of the time because your husband works so much. So, mm-hmm. um, exactly. And, and I think that most people don't talk about internal self-care. So allowing yourself to feel your feelings is self-care. Do you know, yes. and whether that's paid, yes, it doesn't have to be like, go get your nails done at the salon for an hour and a half. Like, that's not what I'm re- I mean, that's, that's good. It has benefits. Yeah. I have my nails painted right now. And that's not what I'm referring to. Yeah. Like literally that's a great example. Cause now what I do is on my app, on my phone, on my little notes app, I put in the feelings wheel. And then when a feeling kind of comes through and I'm not quite sure what it is, I'll pull it up. I'll look and I'll, I'll just literally name the emotion. And then what I do is I go, my body knows what to do with this. And off it goes. So much self-trust. I love that. And I'm so glad that you mentioned the the feelings and emotion wheel because many people in this community were raised by emotionally immature mothers and mm-hmm. don't have the vocabulary, right? Because yeah. feelings were suppressed. So mm-hmm. just something so as small as that can be so helpful to create shifts. 
Yes. If you could take one thing away, I feel like it's that. Like I know I do with these, all these other things, but just naming the emotion, it's like a relief. You're like, oh, it's just, I just feel desperate right now. Okay, fine. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? This paired with openness, openness is the grand simplifier. So even if we say it out loud to ourselves, that's being open with ourselves. But if we say it out loud to someone else, obviously someone who is going to handle that well, you know, if we say Mm -hmm. it to an emotionally immature narcissistic person, probably not going to go great. Um, So there's caveats here. But openness in the right context can simplify everything because so often our minds will just blow things out of proportion. Like, oh my God, I feel desperate. And then like create all of these stories about what that means and what, you know, what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh wait, no, I'm just having a human experience. Great. This will come and go. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Anything else that you want to share about your journey um, that's been helpful that you think others might need to know? Yeah. You know, I kind of mentioned this earlier a little bit of, I don't necessarily have people in my immediate life who operate the way that we operate. And I know a lot of women in this community do have, you know, Im- maybe emotionally immature parents. And mm-hmm. I spent quite a bit of time trying to heal relationships with my parents. And I eventually Mm. came to the point where it's okay if they're not perfect and it's okay if they don't understand everything that I'm feeling. I have found a, a different sort of community to hold my back. So like you, Steph, like I know now that I can come to you and process these things instead of trying to go to my mom maybe and not getting the like the response or like comfort that I want and then spiraling versus I now have a community of women who a like are going through the same thing or like I have a mentor who can help me go through it and process everything yes yeah so that's been that's helpful I feel like everyone needs it. it. Even, you know, at one point we stopped working together because I was like, I'm good. I'm great. But then things yes. started creeping back in again. And it's like, no, I, it's okay that I need consistent help. And there's nothing wrong with that. Even when there's it's good. nothing wrong with that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I'm sure others can relate. And then if we focus on trying to change those around us, then that's, coming, maybe there's an element of control there, or hopefully this doesn't sound harsh at all. And if it doesn't feel true, that's okay too. But like a little bit of a desperate, like I need you to, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's okay if they are how they are. It's not our jobs to create changes in them. It's to be our best selves. And maybe that will inspire changes. Maybe it won't. Mm -hmm. And that one was, that's a hard pill to swallow, but yeah. Right. Yep. I just said it like, oh, it's no big deal. Just let it go. (laughs) But that's part of the inner work too, for sure. Yes. 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 Okay. So I have one final question for you. Anything else you want to say before I ask you the last question? No, I'm ready. Okay. So what advice do you have for a high achieving woman who might be asking herself, like, why am I like this? And maybe she has moments where she feels flawed or broken. 
That's a good question. And I'm almost going to piggyback on like what I was just saying is find support in someone else that can show you that you're not broken because you aren't. You're not. Like it, I mean, I remember feeling that at times where I'm like, I am, there's just something so wrong with me. I need to fix, 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 fix me. And yes, personal development is fixing yourself. I don't, I don't really like to use that word. It's improving yourself and teaching yourself the skills that maybe you weren't taught and it's yes. never too late to learn them. So like find the support because as women, as mothers, we all need support, whether that's a free support group or whether that's like a one-on-one coach, I don't care, but like find people who can hold you so that you can keep holding your babies. Right. Like it's ultimately for them. Oh, Mm -hmm. I got a little teary eyed and goosebumps everywhere. I love I know I have chills. I'm like, that That is what it comes down. You know, I want to break a cycle and I'm sure that's why many women, who are listening to, like, they're like, I want to do it better for my babies. And the way you can do it better is by working on yourself. Yes. Oh, I couldn't agree more, but obviously I'm biased. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But 100% agree. Okay. So let's say someone's listening and they want to connect with you, whether it's like, oh my gosh, I really resonate with her. Or they're like, "Uh, I want to start a podcast. How can people find you? Yeah, of course. So I always like if you're looking for a friend or someone to chat to, like hop over and you can find me on Instagram. It's Taryn.soa and we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> and then if you're interested in, you know, podcast management or production, you can also find me on Instagram. I have all my links there or just go to TarynSoa.com and I would be happy to chat with you and talk ideas. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on today. I can't wait to share this with everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Steph. Thank you for listening today. If you're ready to heal so that triggering situations no longer control you and so that you can feel empowered, brave, and thrive in any situation, DM me the word brave on Instagram and I'll send you a training where you will learn three of the most common mistakes driven women are making that are keeping them stuck in negative emotions and what you can do instead.